Welcome to a learntolearn.org podcast. We are here to support your learning, taking off the limits that we have accrued to our learning and adding in those ingredients that we've learned from world-class learners that have made them the best so that we can each update our own programming and become the best learners that we can be. We're really glad that you're here to share some time with us. We hope that this brings you exactly what you need today to better engage in your life and your learning. Effort isn't everything. We're told so often that what makes for success, what makes for great learning outcomes, what makes for success in the workplace is just intense effort over long periods of time. You know, the harder you work, the better the outcome. And there's certainly a case to be made for hard work. We're all for that. Applying ourselves is necessary. You know, if we if we never go to the gym, unlikely we're going to build much muscle. If we don't use our brain, unlikely we're going to build that muscle. If we don't apply ourselves at work, it's unlikely that we're going to be promoted, and so on. So we know the importance of hard work. But the other side of that is so often left out, and that is recovery time. There's actually been a lot of research on the importance of recovery time in all kinds of areas. We might be familiar with some of the research showing that if we're working out, the recovery time is just as important as the effort. If we're doing high-intensity interval trainings, we do the intervals. We take the break so that there's recovery time, so that the input that we've given into the muscles has a chance to recover, rebuild, move the lactic acid out, get more nutrients in, all of that. Well, the same goes for learning and other kinds of mental efforts. So the research shows that consolidation that takes place during the recovery time allows the brain to integrate to consolidate the newly learned information from short-term to long-term memory. We know from this that the resting brain reinforces and integrates new neural connections forged during the learning activity, and that without that, we don't get that consolidation. We don't get the real development of those new neural pathways and the integration of those new memories into the long-term sphere. And of course, if all we had was short-term memory, well, we see what that looks like with somebody with Alzheimer's or other degenerative processes. We want, we need, we require that kind of very important recovery time. We also see from the research that Taking breaks decreases the interference between the old material and the new material. Information just learned can get muddled with prior knowledge 
if we don't give the brain downtime. It all just gets inputted together. So the research shows that the brain needs time to sort out those old from new, the differences between what we've already understood, the perspectives we've already had, and the new perspectives, the new information. So the downtime becomes really, really important. Rest also restores depleted cognitive resources and recharges attention, resulting in better focus and concentration when we resume learning. Fatigue undermines the learning process. Another way to say it is we need time for the brain to receive new nutrients, more oxygen, move out the spent material, and generate the new neurotransmitters, and to integrate at the neurological level that learning into the brain system. So that becomes really, really important. We're all so familiar with the idea of stress, and we all know that stress causes problems. Built-in breaks, if done well, can lower stress levels that can impede memory formation and retrieval. So the impact of stress neurologically and in the greater biological system is well, well documented. And we've talked about that before, so we're not going to go back over all of that. But it is important to realize that there is healthy stress. Again, we go to the gym, we lift weights, that's a healthy stress. But if we just kept lifting those weights, we didn't stop, we didn't take a break, we build up more negative stress. We build up chemistry in the body that doesn't allow our system to make gains through what we've done with the exercise. The very same thing happens with the brain. We need those short mental relaxation periods that are shown to boost learning and performance. So, again, this reinforces this idea, gives another angle on why the downtime is important. Research also overwhelmingly shows better long-term retention of new material when studying is distributed with planned breaks, as opposed to just cramming and cramming and cramming. You know, the idea of, you know, getting to the night before and just cramming all night, you know, we all know how poorly that works. I suppose it works better than not having prepared at all. And so we sort of get in that mode. We start thinking of ourselves as somebody that just crams at the last minute, somebody that's unprepared. And we think about ourselves that way and then we play it out. But we know it doesn't work well. So we change that and we start planning for those breaks and making use of those breaks. We also see in the research that rest facilitates higher order cognitive processing involved in critical thinking and creative problem solving, particularly in regards to new material. It's clear, we see again and again, that for so many reasons that taking breaks helps. But there's the question of what kind of breaks? What do we do? 
does this mean, well, I should go out and party every night? I, I now have a reason to do that. No, that's not what we're saying at all, because the quality of the recovery time is as important as taking recovery time. So let's think about recovery just through sleep. Recovery in, in the sleep process primes the brain so that that sleep-dependent memory consolidation that enhances learning can take place. Nightly sleep optimizes the knowledge acquired during the day. Again, lots of studies on this. The question is, how do we go about sleeping? What do we do in preparation? Do we take the time to discharge the stress of the day? You know, we've talked about in other podcasts doing something like progressive relaxation before we go to sleep. And if you haven't listened to that podcast, look it up and go back to that and use that process. You can find things, of course, online on progressive relaxation as well. We like our version, but whatever you make use of helps. You know, to clear out the stresses of the day, it's also helpful to think back over the day and look for those things in the day that didn't quite resolve for us, that we still have some kind of charge on. And go back and and revision those. Replay them with the approach that we would now have, having seen how the way we went at it worked out. How can we better replay that part of the day? and visualize it, step into it, relive it with that change. And that will dissipate a lot of the stress and let us sleep much more deeply. We probably should do a whole podcast on just sleep habits and how to improve those, but those are a couple ideas. Other things that we can do in that time on those breaks, certainly we could do meditation, anything else that relieves stress or refreshes We can take a walk someplace beautiful. We can do a visualization. We can take time to kind of reflect on what's our purpose? Why are we doing all this? And step into the outcome of that if that purpose is fulfilled. And that often renews us. It reestablishes our baseline. We can do some other activity that is really fulfilling to us whatever that may be. It could be just having a bit of a conversation with a friend. Now, oftentimes that can turn into hours of chatting with somebody. That's not really going to work most of the time, unless you have a lot of extra time. But just plugging back into your social network and feeling that sense of connection, belonging, and again, that renewal of purpose. These are a few of the things that you can do to give yourself the recovery time that lets the brain really incorporate the learning that you're involved in. Thank you for listening. Our purpose is supporting your capacity to learn and to attain all that you can imagine. We hope you use the perspectives and exercises that we have shared 
feel free to send us questions, ideas, experiences that might benefit our listeners via learntolearn.org, L-E-A-R-N-T-O-L-E-A-R-N.org. Finally, please help others by sharing our link with your friends, family, and other loved ones, since how you learn is how you live. Thank you.